1: Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Case in Point again, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, the president of Paradigm Security Services. And we're again excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We are coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett, Atlanta studio. We're located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Take a look at them. You'll like them. Each week, we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve the Gwinnett County. While all businesses have security concerns of some kind, not all are about physical security, and we'll touch on that and all aspects related to security as we move through the course of each show. Our guest today, I am absolutely excited to have Raymer Sale. He is the president of E2E Benefit Services, Inc. And uh, I've known Raymer for a long time, been to Rotary with him. Uh, I mean, there's just all kinds of things that I can't tell you about we've done. But uh, (laughs) seriously, uh, tell everybody, and I know probably most people know who you are, but tell us who Raymer Sale is. Where would you come from? How would you get here? What brought you to Gwinnett County? And how did you get into the field that you're in?
1: Well, I uh, was uh, born and raised in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and uh, eventually ended up in Pensacola, Florida, where is what, when it, which is where I got in the insurance business, and uh, was um, uh, transferred up here by a company called Accordia. Uh, they uh, they owned and bought us out later uh, after about eight years. and. After being moved here in 1991 and in 1993, I decided that uh, I'd wanted to open my own shop. So I opened up uh, uh, business benefits, which later was changed to E2E uh, Benefit Services. And we also op- operate a company called e
0: Resources. And so been in it for 26 years this year, selling insurance and uh, HR services. That's a long time to be in there. I, I, I know I did 25 with Atlanta and seemed like uh, forever. <laughs> Although it uh, seems like it's gone no time. I've been gone from there about 22, 23 years now, and it's just like, boy, this has gone by a whole lot faster. Well, I know that you're involved with what, with what you do. I know you're involved in a lot of things going on in the county. But let's start off with, um, you know, just a brief description of what you do. Is you offer a 360-degree approach for employers to increase efficiency and reduce costs associated with payroll administration, human resources support, employee benefits programs, and plans that processes along with the uh, technology are explained by your team uh, of uh, experts for everyone's education and support. And I know we've talked to you in the past and there's just, there's so much going on today and, and in the, over the past few years in, in, the, in your business. That's just amazing the changes that have gone through but let's just start off with um, the top three most pressing ACA issues that employers will need to manage in 2020.
1: Well, if if we can, let's just touch a little bit about uh, about the cycle, if you will. Uh, Absolutely. When the uh, health care law was passed uh, and uh, the insurance industry changed. And so the insurance agent that was accustomed to writing employee benefits programs, which is what we do, uh, they uh, then we had to get into human resources, and then we had to get into all kinds of technology to support the employers because it's uh, it's such a complicated process. Uh, it's one of those things you don't know what you don't know until the IRS knocks on your door and explains it to you, and so you don't want to get caught in that. And so, <laughs> the uh, the healthcare law uh, came along. Uh, when it came along, it brought with it certain things that we have not had to do in the past. And so if, you look, if you're looking at some of the top things you have to pay attention to now that you may not have had to pay attention to uh, in the past, it would be uh, summary plan descriptions. Uh, the, uh, uh used to be if you had 100 or more employees, you had to provide a summary plan description. If you got two, you got to provide a summary plan description. And that explains your benefits and what certain rights the employee has in there. And then, if uh, along with all with that uh, came in embedded price increases. I mean, we've seen price increases at 45 percent, and there's not many employers that can stand that kind of a rate increase. Absolutely. I don't care who they are. Uh, and um, so the industry has has uh, uh, adapted uh, to uh, to some of these program changes, and now we've got products out there that allow us to write uh, to write uh, different programs that can avoid some of the rules of the uh, Affordable Care Act. Some of the rating structure, not the rules, uh, and and so now we uh, Blue Cross is offering a new plan. Aetna, United Healthcare, Signa—they're all offering these uh, 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 new plans that fall under the ERISA rules rather than under the uh, the state rules. It also that that affects the uh, uh, the pricing of the product, and then uh, we have the affordability test uh, that affects the employers that have 50 or more employees, where they can only charge an employee. Uh, the, the safe harbor is 9.8, 9.78% of their payroll. That's all the employee can be charged. And so those are some of the things that the employer needs to be aware of. And I know that it's been around a long time now. The law has been, we're in our what, ninth year of it, uh, and the employers have have adjusted, and, uh, and most of them are familiar with this sort of stuff. It's still, uh, uh, you just don't take your eye off this ball because it can hurt you if you do.
0: Well, I know there are a lot of hybrid models out there and it's like you say that as, as we say in my business the paradigm shifted mm-hmm. and, and with uh when obama did the obamacare thing and, and there's just so many changes that just took i mean almost immediately took place and it has not quit changing since
1: no they keep moving the rules around uh this this year may be the first year since 2010 where things are fairly stable uh they haven't changed the rules that i can tell uh, very much this year. Oh, they make some minor changes, but they didn't shift all the renewal dates down and keep doing grandfather and grandmother plans and all of that sort of stuff that allowed you to keep your old plan even though the Obama law took over. It, it was just They just kept m- messing with them. But now this seems to be fairly stable this the goal year. The
0: goalpost seems to have a little bit more concrete.
1: Yes, so to speak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I would assume that there are a lot of processes that have changed in twenty that are coming up for 2020. Are there some most important ones that people need to look at?
1: Well, generally, the processes uh have not changed, but what the employers need to look at now is the variety. You need to see everything that's out there so that you can make a reasonable decision. Uh, people have become so immune to the to the fact that my deductible used to be fifteen hundred dollars now it's five thousand. I know by the way, you're out of pocket. It used to be five thousand now it's ten thousand. Uh, these and then the, and then you uh, place on top of that a $500 premium or a $400 premium, and these are just levels of financial strain that employees are having a tough time with, and I get it, and uh, the employer gets it, and the employee gets it. So you have to put all of this together to come out with the design and the tools that allow you, the employer, to get the most cost-effective plan that doesn't punish the employee that's out there. And so we do that by doing a market analysis, a market shop, if you will. And so if, to say that there are just three or four or one or nine different things that have changed, in it, things uh, evolve. Uh, the, the ACA plans, the rates still continue to escalate because of the way the underwriting has to be done. Uh, but then you find the uh, other options like the level-funded, partially self-funded plans, which really don't put any additional liability on the employer, but they'll drive the rates down. Uh, Blue Cross created one of the first me was now that won't mean anything it's too far down in the weeds but it's a it's a plan that that works well for the 50 and under employer groups that, and that the rates that I've seen on this thing on this plan design have been just phenomenal uh, they're significantly below what everybody else is seeing you have to be a member of the chamber of commerce and uh, that's fine chamber of commerce is always willing to accept members yeah, absolutely <laughs> they are
0: And <laughs> yeah, there's a big drive on that yep but uh yeah and you know it, I think it's important that everybody stay on top of it and at least be aware of what's coming at them and what they got to be, what they've got to do. And of course talking to someone like you is exactly how they stay on top of it and they understand. But I I know I've talked to you before, I know Susan's talked to you before. Sure. And I you know there's just so much. There's no way that one individual or a company is going to know everything. They need somebody there for that support help to help them understand what they've got to face.
1: Yeah, and it even, it even goes beyond that. It's not just the placing and design of the contract. It's what happens afterwards. And so you're going to run into, not you uh, specifically, but the employer and the oh, yeah. employers are going to run into areas where they're going to have claims that are going to be questioned and they're going to pick up the phone and they're going to call customer service and if they call customer service they'll get an answer and they call back in 10 minutes they'll get a different answer and they call back 10 more minutes they'll get a different answer so uh, what we do is behind the scenes whenever we know of, a, of an issue the employee identifies it for us we go in through our routes to the carriers uh, and we work to get these uh, claims issues and billing issues and enrollment issues resolved because you don't you don't want to put a plan in place and then have the agent say okay mr employer it's yours i'll see you next year no that's just the beginning of it because it's the behind the scenes work that makes it uh your your representative agent a valuable tool and we have a team of people that uh that uh, work with carriers on claims all the time
0: well i think that i think that's the part that a lot of people you really need that somebody that can that knows what questions to ask sure uh, most employers they know there's an issue but they don't really know what to ask and when they do know what to ask they don't know who to ask
1: well and you know, it, it, it's uh, uh, it's like floundering around trying to figure out where the right place is you may spend hours trying to get to the right person that's got the right that can get the answer for you
0: then you 're going to get numerous answers and on the you, way
1: and, and that 's exactly right and so but we know we have a port if you will into the insurance company through the agent brokerage uh, through the brokers uh, uh, portal if you will that 's not a right word for it to yeah. contact phone call whatever uh to uh to get these claims resolved. We have people we work with all the time if, if uh, one of my employees calls up. Uh, one of the carriers they know who that employee they know who that person is they know who they work for and they know what they're going to do and they also know based on the the amount of time we've been in the business working with them that we're not just going to take no for an answer and walk away
0: well i mean that's important yeah Uh, i can't stress how much digging and getting the right answer and the key being the right answer
1: Well, I just, before I came over here, I was talking with one of the carriers with one of my clients and it's in a renewal uh, scenario right now, and they were offering them a renewal at X. And I got a carrier out there that says, well, we'll do that for much lower, like 9% lower. And so the carrier says, what I got to do? I said, simple, go to your underwriters and tell them to give us the best thing they'll get. If it's good enough, we'll be able to stay with you. We're not interested in moving, but I'm not interested in making or encouraging my employer client to pay more than they need to pay
0: for the product. Absolutely. So do the best you can take. Give me the best deal you got. We'll present it. We'll work with it. Yeah, there's, there is there is flexibility out there. Sure. A lot of people don't want to do the flexibility. They want, they want you to stay in the dark where they can charge you whatever they want to charge right. you and go for it. Having that, interme- that intermediate person, that person on your side that can go in there, find out what the real figures are, and give you something to make an, uh, an informed decision. Sure. Absolutely. That's what we try to do. Well, how do, speaking of informed, how do you stay informed and participate in legislation, le, bleh, legislative discussions? <laughs> That's easy for you
1: to say. Uh, what, we, what we do is we have several avenues. We're a member of the National Association of Health Underwriters, the Georgia Association, and the Atlanta Association of Health Underwriters. And we go through CE credits and training every year. But in addition to that, we usually go to Washington twice a year. Uh, Once with the Chamber of Commerce and once with the uh, National Association of Health Underwriters where we go up on Capitol Hill visit with the legislators uh, and discuss items that are of concern with us. The last time we were up there in, uh, I believe it was February this year, we talked about this uh, well-heard, well-known Cadillac tax, which looks like it may be going away. Uh, and then we're also talking about a thing called surprise billing, which is uh, you go through all the processes yes. to have everything pre-certified, but then when it's all over, they say, oops, so that person wasn't in your network, and you didn't have any idea about that being there. So you get this ten or $15,000 bill. So th- there's legislation being worked uh, at this time to help uh, to help find a way to make that go away. Uh, but uh, we're also are a member of the Human Resources Organization, SHRM and, and HERMA, uh and uh then we have uh, uh services that uh, like hr 360 is a service that we use and they constantly keep us updated with uh with practices and laws and things that are changing and things that are in the in the work so we stay involved through all of those organizations uh and uh, by doing uh, by doing that you see a lot of redundancy but you also see a lot of different ways of looking at the same thing so
0: that's the way we stay looped into it well i know uh we we get the emails from y'all on the I believe it's HR 360. It, I'm sure it is that uh, come through us to let us know, kind of keep us informed of what's going on and you know what's happening. Yep. And uh, if there's changes, it lets us know what changes are, are there to keep us informed to keep our HR department informed.
1: And yep. That's priceless. It's a, it's an ever going it's a never ending process. And some of the state laws that are changing now, the way you find out about it is when you get uh, the invoice for failing to comply. For example, New York has a, has a Family Medical Leave Act and a disability policy that if you have an employee there, you're required to have it. And one of my uh, clients called the, uh, some months back and said, hey, I got this bill for $16,000 from the state of New York for penalty for not having their name on my workers' comp policy. Well, we worked through that, got the, uh, the, um, the penalty uh, reversed. But how do you know this when the state passes that law? So we, uh, uh, oftentimes the insurance carriers will give us a heads up that some of these things are coming. But that HR 360 is a great tool for keeping that, that going. And by the way, we give that service away to all of our clients uh, and prospects that uh, we're working with. So uh, it's, a, uh, it's a tool that even uh, I got an email from uh, from Herman, the Human Resource Management Association, the other day said, here, sign up for 3
0: HR 360 free. So they're, <laughs> they're
1: giving it to their members as well.
0: Well, and it's important to, to know that you know you don't have to go out there and spend a lot of money. You don't even have, you know, the nice thing is You don't even have to be a current client with you. That's correct. You're gonna you're you're gonna provide that service for them and help them out. Sure. And that's invaluable. That just shows a lot of good customer service that I know you provide. Uh, we're we're at client. the top.
1: We're at the top end of customer service. I can assure you that. Oh, I know. A much that's overused right. word, but trust me, that's true.
0: It is, and I, I totally agree. Well, I know we, we've talked about the importance of relationships, and I know E2E uh, maintains a lot of them with the insurance companies, secure coverage options and support issues and all. But uh, how the E2E team helps with emergency and compassion is probably probably one of the best things or most valuable things that you all do is it's not just like you're talking to a voice on the phone you actually are talking to somebody that cares about your situation
1: we have a mission statement and i'm not even going to try to repeat the mission <laughs> statement because they, we we it took us a lot of misogyny to get this thing to say what it supposed what you to, wanted th- to What want to say but here is the way the mission statement works when i first opened the uh, my office in my bedroom uh i i had just come out from i just come from working in the uh in the insurance carrier corporate side I looked at what was going on, and, and uh, as we grew the company, I came to the, to the realization that clients really uh, don't care what my problems are. So I came up with a, mod- uh, with, a, with a mission statement that went something like this. Clients don't really give a darn if we're dead in the ditch. All they want is their issue solved, and they want it solved right now. And that's the way we progress. I, the mission statement is, as I said, it's been cleaned up. It says, it says the same thing, just in a little better English language. But that's the bottom line. Uh, and we understand that. It's not that they're hard-nosed or hardcore or don't care. It's that their problem is the most important problem that they have, and our job is to solve that problem. Uh, and they need it done now. They need it done effectively and efficiently with compassion.
0: They need to feel good about what they've got.
1: That's exactly right. They need to just say, here, Raymer, you all handle this and call me when it's done. And that's the way our team operates. You call our office, is somebody going to answer the telephone pleasantly? They better. Uh, And uh, they're going to either direct you wherever you need to go or that person's going to answer your question. And most of the time, the person that answers the phone is the one you're going to get the right answer from. Unless you call me, then I'm going to ask somebody in the office to tell There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. No,
0: I know it's not. No, I think probably – Without a doubt, uh, from my experience anyway, you know, and I'm not trying to blow smoke and blow blow your head too big here, but you are probably the most noted, you know, knowledgeable person in this field that I've ever known. Thank you. I know you went uh, a couple of three, well, right after the um, Obamacare and all came in, you had to go to a a lot of classes.
1: Yeah, they had the the, – uh american college which is the college that, in, that uh, issues the certified life underwriter clu designation uh within just about six months of that law going into place they put together a study program It was a 12-week study program so for 12 weeks five, i sat in front of a computer every tuesday for two hours listening to a professor lecture and then i had a book that i uh, was my reference guide that it, i still have it it's four inches thick uh, and it has all the stuff that uh, that is important in the law. But over the period of time, what has happened in that is, it's it, it it scared the heck out of everybody. It's now twelve inches thick. Yeah, it's twelve inches thick now. But it scared the heck out of everybody, and all of us were very concerned that we wanted to be able to do the right thing to the client at the right time. Well, over time, it sorted out. The insurance company figured out what their responsibilities were, and the employer, I mean, the agents figured out what their responsibilities are, and then we just came up with a with a mesh, if you will to communicate with the employer, and that's the biggest piece, is to keep the employer in the loop so that they don't stumble in this, because if they do, it, it's going to be punitive. The good news is that our our current uh, administration uh, has done a lot in behind the scenes and regulatory changes to take some of the pain out of this. For example, you still are required by law as an individual to have health insurance, but there's no penalty if you don't. So. The insurance company still have to go through all the steps that they had to go through before to prove prove to the government who's in the plan and who's not. But if the employee decides not to be in the plan, that's their their choice, and they have to say, "I don't have insurance," and there's no penalty to go along with it.
0: So that and that's positive. Cause I I remember I remember very well you going through those classes because Tuesday nights was our Rotary night. Yep. And for twelve weeks you weren't be you weren't there, and it we you know talked about it a lot, especially after you came back about the intense studies that you had to do during that 12-week period. Yep. It was, you know, I, I was not envious. <laughs> <laughs> we still do them. We just don't do them as much at one time. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, getting ready for the new benefit year. Excuse me. When will the new rates be released? And, you know, these are good reasons to have current plan reviewed. Share open enrollment. Um, what's the best practices? Kind of where are we at on this and what's the best best approach to it right well now.
1: the rates are released every 90 days 90 days in advance for example the October rates was it August September October the, the October rates became available in August now the renewal from the carriers for the specific employer groups is available by state law 60 days prior to uh, the effective date so the uh, October rates are uh, are out in uh, in, in August uh, for the um, uh, for the October renewals. So what we do is, as, as, uh, as, as an agency, we send out a renewal letter to our employers 90 days prior to their effective date. So we've got a 30-day window in there. We ask for updated census data. We ask for uh, any, any changes that may affect their plan. and then We load that information in so when the renewal rates come, we're already in the market collecting the Affordable Care Act rates that we pair up with the renewal. So we try to give our uh, our, our clients a, a six-week uh, advance notice. We've got to have some time to prepare everything. So we try to get out six weeks because, you know, if you're making a $10,000 decision, you don't want to make it well, you, in the day you see it. Week. You need to think about it. And yep. so, uh, But that's the, the renewals and the numbers are coming out every 90 days. And so the big part of the renewal season occurs in October, November, and December and January, even though they say it's fourth quarter. It blends over to January 1 because a lot of employers do calendar year. uh, They have their fiscal year as as a calendar year, uh, and so they want their benefits to marry up with that. And so uh, as a result of that, through all of the extension of the regulations, most of the agents ended up with a huge bunch of their renewals down in the fourth quarter. Well, that puts a burden on the agency, puts a burden on the insurance company, too, because they ramp up with -hmm. with staff. But if you ramp up with staff that's familiar but not well-educated in what your company does, that's a hurdle to come over by itself. So we try to back things up now to give the employer more time, give us more time, and give the carriers more time to develop the rates so that we can make that renewal transition as smooth as possible. This year is shaping up to be the first year in the last four or five where it's going to actually work smoothly for us and not just being, you know,
0: it's a nightmare. just a disaster. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, it, it it affects you a lot when they just have so much thrown at you sure. with a short period of time to analyze it. So I, I can see where that would be a benefit to be able, and especially to have someone like you that can actually do all of that compilation and, and figuring out what all is sure. going on for you instead of having to... I can't even imagine trying to sit down and go through some of this stuff and figure out what I've got to do or how I've got to do it or uh, to stay out of trouble. <laughs> well, that's what—that's our
1: job. That's yep. our job to help you do that. We're not lawyers by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, we certainly can provide the support and the guidance. And if you need legal
0: advice, we'll point you in that direction too. Yeah, you all, I know you all know some good lawyers. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, in, in the security field, you know, this – a lot of people look at security in a lot of ways. You know, this is about security too. It's about security of your business. It's about securing for your family. Uh, there's and all your employees. You, you know, your employees are looking to you to provide some type of a security when you're in, the, in. you know, you go to work for them. That's the way that you at least begin retention. Is they've got to feel like that there is security provided for them and their families. That is correct. So that is right down the line of security we just don't carry guns Uh, we just don't carry guns (laughs) some of us do um well i know that you know is there anything else that you want to point out about the uh about your field and about the upcoming things and going on before i get into some of the things that you do with the community to give back
1: well uh i don't really have anything to add to there's all there's every day every day has got a new new uh, experience but uh uh, we hit some of the high spots, uh, and there's have probably uh, piqued some interest and maybe generated some questions and some am I complying. So the thing I can say is if you've got questions, just give us a call and let us help work, your way, work 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 through the issues and find out where you are.
0: And well, do we- they want to call Raymer Sale or E2E, uh, give me a, a number. We'll we'll come back to that at the end too, but go ahead and give us a number or okay. an email sure. address or something. They
1: can call us at seven seven zero seven three six nine one nine zero. They can email me personally uh, at A U E. My email address is Raymer R-A-Y-M-E-R at the letter E, the number two, the letter E Resources, R E S O U R C E S dot com.
0: All right, and give me that phone number again.
1: Seven seven oh seven three six nine one nine zero.
0: Sounds great. Well, I know that you're involved in a lot of stuff. You're really involved with the chamber. You're involved tremendously with our county and community. One of the things that's coming up that I know that you're really, you know, it's, that your heart lays on is called Red, Blue, and You. And what an interesting title for, some, for a particular guy. You know, how about talking about that, telling us when it's coming up, and wh- exactly what is Red, Blue, and You? Well, red blue and you is starting its fourth year it's a
1: not-for-profit and it is designed to say thank you to first responders police fire sheriff city police uh ems everybody that is a first responder it all started about f- five years ago when uh, several of us were sitting around a table and i was complaining profusely about the abuse of the uh, over the media by some of our leading officials uh, of the police and fire. And I think my comment went down the path to something like, if you don't like what they do, try living without them. And so we, uh, the uh, the red, blue and you comes from red fire, blue police and you being the citizen. Uh, it was one of those things that I was meeting with Chief Ayers uh, to try to drop the idea and see what he thought of it. And as I got out of the car, I didn't have a I didn't have a thought about what the name would be. Just was going in and talking about a generic idea. And it, as I, I was leaving the car, I thought, something patriotic. And then Red, Blue, and You came in. I presented it to the chief. He loved it. So we had it reserved. And on uh, November 21 uh, at the Buford Arena, we will have our fourth celebration. It's a no-charge event. Everybody's invited. Bring your family members, uh, law enforcement, our first responders, fire, everybody. Come up. We will uh, have a short program, present the colors, have a short uh, video, uh, probably the presentation from beginning to end, less last last less than 30 minutes, and then we'll have Banks and Chain entertain us, and we'll that's f- awesome. Yep, and then we'll have Jim and Nick provide the barbecue, and everybody'll eat, and then go back to work, and probably by 1:30 we're cleared out. Uh, so we have we have sponsorships to do that. Last year, uh, if you recall, we had to tragedy of of a police officer that was killed in october antoine tony and uh this event was in november which was right back to back that and so from the funds raised we we contributed seven thousand five hundred dollars to the antoine tony scholarship fund and then turned around and gave twenty five hundred dollars to the fire uh foundation so we distributed those kind of money we don't keep the money we we roll Less than $4,000 from year to year just for startup expenses. We have insurance that we have to keep, and we have to set, make down uh, deposits on, on the arenas and stuff like that. So sure. it's an inside event. We moved it inside after two years at the uh, Cool Field because, luckily, I thought we were running out of good weather. And sure enough, last year it was miserable, and rainy <laughs> and cold. <laughs> uh, for in previous two years, it had been sunny and hot. But uh, uh, we've moved it in there, and they're gracious enough to host us again this year. Uh, it's a beautiful arena in Buford, right off Buford Highway at the, in the school area.
0: Well, one thing I want to just remind everybody that uh, with uh, September, the, you know, the you know 11th, 11th it, it, we had you know, a drastic paradigm shift, which mm-hmm. resulted in the name of our company. And <coughs> private security, in a lot of ways, became first responders. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, people look at the uh, the first people that generally arrive on a scene or are there. With the number of security, private security personnel that are in existence today and the number of companies that utilize them, they become primarily a first responder. Uh, they're usually the ones, a lot of times, that end up calling the police sure. or the fire. So just everybody keep the uh, private security industry in mind, too, because uh, underpaid, understaffed, all that good stuff just like we did with the city sure but they are they hold a very important uh career there
1: well it's it's a it's an area that you have to be uh driven to that's got to be a passion i i'm not well the police officers and firemen and all of the EMTs and all of those people are running straight at the disaster all the rest of us are looking at it the other way how quick can i get away from it and so what they go through on a daily basis I mean, nobody likes to have those roadside chats uh, where the police officer explains to you what you weren't supposed to be doing. But that is that is just a minor It keeps part. you safe. It keeps you safe. It keeps you safe. And we have a sticker, uh, a red, blue, and you sticker. We encourage people to put on their cars. And just so that you'll know, I talked with the chief of police before I issued this. And he has assured me that if you have a red, blue, and you sticker on your car and you violate the law, you, you will still be cited get it anyway. <laughs> <can still> <laughs> no, that's ticket. right.
0: No bitch would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> the, uh, but you know, it's one of those things where you know everybody needs to keep them in mind. And well,
1: if you if you if you put the seriously, if you put the sticker on your car, the only purpose it does uh, is is as you're driving down the road and a police officer and or a fireman or an EMT person in their civilian car with their family passes your car they know there's a friend of first responders in the car the police officer goes by he knows there's a friendly person in that car that supports what they do that's the whole purpose of the sticker it's the only sticker i've ever put on my car
0: (laughs) well and a lot of people don't realize that with law enforcement especially and fire department emts all of us when you've been retired when something goes down, your first response is still to run for the problem. No, it's uh, I, I couldn't not do it if I tried. And that comes from being in law enforcement for 25 years, and I know so many that are exactly the same way. They're going to run to it regardless, even, when, even though they've been retired for 20 years. Sure. That makes so. all the sense in the world. So um, uh, the other thing I want to just run briefly right by is the uh, – HRMA meetings that I know you're involved with, my HR person goes to, that the Gwinnett puts on, Gwinnett Chamber puts on.
1: They do. Uh, It's the Herma meetings, which, as I said before, it's the Human Resource Management Association. Uh, The Chamber sponsors a chapter, and once a month uh, we have uh, a variety of guests that come in and talk about HR issues uh, and usually draw anywhere between 40 and 60 people. Uh, We are uh, the uh, presenting sponsor, uh, E2E is. And so we invite anybody to come up, contact the chamber. Uh, they are absolutely worth, the, the meetings are worth attending. Uh, I've never been to one of those meetings. I didn't pull something away that, uh, pull something out of it that was, was beneficial. So by all means, uh, contact the chamber, to, uh, get the meeting schedule. And I think it's the third Thursday, but don't trust that. Get it from the chamber. <laughs> I, so.
0: th- I think you're right. I know Carol Padgett, our HR mm-hmm. director, uh, attends those every month. And she's always bringing back something to talk about and something to share. Sure. They're so I think I've even spoken at one of them. Good. But, um, you know, the bottom line is there's so many resources out here that you have at your fingertips if you just know where to look. Absolutely. And the best best way to find out where to look is to ask somebody that knows. That's right. Such as Ray Sale with e to e That'll work. <laughs> so give us that phone number one more time. Sure. It's 770-736-9190. Well, I want to thank you very much, Raymer, for being here. Always a pleasure. Uh, Thank you for joining us on Case in Point, everybody, presented by Paradigm Security Services. Remember that you can join us live every Wednesday at 1130 in the morning, or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to RadioX.com, clicking on Gwinnett Studio, and then click on Case in Point. Join us next week at 1130 when we will talk with business leaders about their businesses and related security issues in today's world. Thanks again, Raymer, and for our producer, Mike. And again, I am Rick Straughn, and remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate it.